Hello there you and welcome to Strength for Tomorrow Radio with me, Stuart Thompson. This is episode 22, would you believe? It's been nearly five months since we started this car crash and we're still going, still rolling. I'm still having fun and hopefully you are too. Today we're going to have a bit more fun than usual and we're going to have a bit of a laugh at ourselves. We're talking about embarrassing gym incidents. What is the most embarrassing thing that has ever happened to you or someone you know at the gym? Now you don't have to disclose names but if you have a story do send it in and we'll maybe pop it in the show next week. Whatever it is I'm going to try and top it. I'm going to try and outdo you but also try and flip things upside down and maybe try and convince you that maybe it's not that embarrassing. Maybe it's not as embarrassing as you think it is or at least you shouldn't be shouldn't be as embarrassed about it if it's happened to you. It's about this education today and it's a lot more fun so as always if you have any questions, comments, complaints do send them in to info at crossfunctionalfitness.co.uk. Hope you enjoy the show today. So we're going to start with uh, on a really classy way. If you hang around the gym long enough, you're probably going to hear somebody farting, right? I mean, it's just a lot of averages. Human beings fart. It's a biological fact. So if you're in the gym for long enough, it's probably going to happen, right? That's, that's the way I look at it. But yeah, I realise that this is probably the, the least classy way to start a show, but we're going to go for it. I can only get better then, right? So I've heard people farting in the gym. Sometimes it's even been me. And it's generally while they're doing something really strenuous, like a really heavy deadlift or a squat or something, it just slips out. Just, just a fact. In fact, if you haven't done it, you probably haven't lifted heavy enough. Or maybe you're not strong enough yet to have got that sort of intensity. Well... It could also mean, I suppose, that your pelvic floor muscles weren't engaged or you weren't uh, relying on them enough. That's another side issue. But, although if you just happen to have, you know, more wind than normal uh, or your training session has come too close to your last meal, I don't know. I haven't really studied it in depth, to be perfectly honest, but you know what? Here's why it's not embarrassing. If you know the way, you know, you know the way some guys and girls, you know, shout, scream whenever they lift heavy weights to go it's like a macho thing at least whenever the guys do it maybe some girls too i don't know i'm not here to judge well what have we viewed farting or lifting um or after lifting in the same way so after you do like a really big deadlift you know and you set it down you go after a heavy set of squats just and go you know like a badge of honor i say just own it just you know go yeah what about that just don't short, okay? Don't short. That's probably too far. Probably. Could be wrong about that, though. However, if, you know, you're just going around the gym and dropping bombs out of your butt and moving on, that's not cool. Don't do that. That's different. That's like chemical warfare, guerrilla style. Just covertly kind of using chemical warfare against your uh, opposition in the gym. That's not cool. That's how you lose friends, maybe even family. And probably your gym membership as well. And if that's not in the gym rules, it really should be. What about burping? <laughs> this show's turned into like a social etiquette discussion now, isn't it? Burping is not appropriate in this circumstance. We've probably all heard some burping too, I'm going to say. Again, guys are notorious for it, aren't they? We're almost exclusively going to be doing this. We're always guilty of it. At least I haven't heard any ladies burping in the gym. <laughs> At least they didn't own up to it anyway. Some might say that if they're a lady, they wouldn't burp in the first place, but you know, where does it go then? Huh? That's my question. 
I, again, I think the proximity of our last meal before you you've started your training can impact your wind, you know, burp and fart and all that stuff. Or if you're drinking fizzy drinks, which is a bad idea all the time anyway. So, yeah, that'll do it. I suppose pre-workout might do it as well. But less common, but again, not that embarrassing. If it slips out, it's embarrassing because you're like, oh, that was, on, that was beyond my control. But if it's, you know, if it's actually, you know, you do it intentionally... I guess you would do it in front of your mates, wouldn't you? Again, speaking about guys, not girls. Girls wouldn't do that in front of their friends. That would be uh, talked about for years. Sticking with uh, bodily functions, what about pain? So pain in the gym, it's another one that can feel embarrassing whenever it happens, but it really shouldn't be. And hear me out before you accuse me of pain in the gym for fun. In case you're not aware, whenever a woman gives birth naturally, her body has to push out a little human from inside her. Now, a little human is still a human, and a little human is still a big human. And uh, as you can imagine, this puts insane strain, pressure, and stress on the muscles in the skin. So afterwards, there's a significant amount of women who will suffer from some incontinence. And it's really common, but it's not normal. It shouldn't be tolerated or seen as something that a woman should have to live with. If, if that's you... You know, get it, get it seen to, get it fixed. If you haven't been checked or asked questions about this after giving birth, whenever you've had your checkups, then you haven't been properly taken care of. You've essentially been neglected, okay? To put it bluntly. Now, some ladies go 20, 30 years and just put up with this distraction and embarrassment, but, you know, they avoid it maybe even as well. Instead of doing the exercises that... um. You know, they, they love to do, they avoid those exercises like running or skipping or just jumping about or in some cases lifting heavy things which is a real shame and it should not be this way so if this is you and you're wondering what you should do you should book an appointment with a physio who specialises in these matters for an assessment it's really really important I can't stress that enough, it can potentially get worse if you don't deal with it and you shouldn't have to put up with it, you just don't have to do it, you deserve better either way I have a woman train with me who have asked if they can you know, swap skipping for some other exercise or um, instead of doing running, maybe do cycling or something else. And of course, I'm happy to accommodate, but it's just a shame that they even have to think about this or stress about it or worry or ask about it because it's holding them back and it can be solved. I've had other women who've trained with me and after they've had a baby and they have peed a little bit whenever they're doing something for the first time. They just didn't know who, who could know. And it's nothing to be embarrassed about. And I suppose this is one of the big benefits of coming to a private gym and personal training like we have here in Warren Point. Nobody knows. It's confidential. And no one will ever know. No one will ever know who they were. But if you don't know what to do about it, drop me a message and I'll pass on the contact details of a specialist physio. I know she's really great and she will be able to help you fix it. But again, if you're just going around the gym floor and peeing on, you know, like a dog in the corner... That's not cool. That's not nice at all. Don't be doing that. We're not here to encourage that sort of thing. What about vomiting? So, thankfully this doesn't happen very often at my gym. Although, that's quite embarrassing. But I haven't said that. It just happened today. You know who you are. Um, I'm not going to name drop Warren Nugent. Well, actually, yeah, I'm going to name drop him. He was a guest in the show a few weeks back. And uh, I think this happened before Cross-Functional Fitness was officially a gym. But we were training together and doing like a CrossFit style workout. And I can't remember exactly what it, what it was. There were definitely handstand push-ups in there. And I'm going to say maybe deadlifts as well. But we got finished. 
with the workout and the next thing Warren disappeared I was thinking is he by the toilet is he you know getting a bit of fresh air nope he was out the front door bent over a drain and he proceeded to throw up down the drain so I was thinking was he ill or is he you know has he got something I'm gonna say it wasn't the proudest moment but it turns out he had a feed of his mum's homemade pancakes before he came down to the gym and then whenever he was apparently upside down doing the push-ups, the handstand push-ups, they clearly weren't digested enough and they uh, they reappeared. So, I've dropped him in it. I'm going to drop myself in it, it's only fair. I'm going to share an embarrassing one about myself regarding vomiting and training. Um, whenever I was at school, you know, normally you have to do like fitness tests a few times a year. Maybe not all schools do this, but my school did this. The bleep test, etc. What did you get in the bleep test? Completed it, mute. You know, that sort of way. Well, whenever I was in first year school, we did the bleep test the previous week. I didn't enjoy it. I don't like running. I wasn't very good at it. Unless there's a ball to chase, I wasn't interested. Anyway, the next week we had to do a maximum amount of sit-ups in, I think it was one minute or two minutes. And then we had to get as many steps, kind of like high knees type thing, onto the big long wooden school benches. We had to do as many of those as we could in a minute or two. can't remember exactly, but... That was the idea. So, I kind of like both of these, as strange as it sounds, but I fancied myself, I was quite good at setups. I was used to doing them when I was younger, and I did enjoy them more than the bleep test, so I went at it like a mad thing. Shortly afterwards, I felt very, very ill. Didn't regret it, but I just felt very ill. I never felt like that before. And I didn't like to draw attention to myself, but I remember saying to the teacher, I didn't feel well, and he said, go to the toilets, you know. So he sent another lad along with me just to make sure I was okay. And I just about made it to into the toilets and I barely got into the cubicle door and then I let loose. So I vomited everywhere, like everywhere. I didn't even, I don't think I even got the seat up. That's how bad it was. And also, if you've ever been in school toilets and particularly the boys' toilets, you will know there is a perpetual layer of piss on the floor. At all times, no matter what time, day or night, janitor's been in, janitor hasn't been in, cleaner's been in, doesn't matter, it's piss on the floor. It's just the way it is. So if I was at home, you know, you, you know, you might kneel down and throw up down the pot on your knees. That's what civilised people do, I think. But for obvious reasons, this would not be possible in school. So, with that bit of context, my accuracy for dislodging my uh, partially digested food was not optimal, shall we say. So there's vomit everywhere. I mean everywhere. And this lad that came in with me, he looked like he'd just been, you know, on, on the beach D-Day landings. He ran to get help. So who did he get? Well, the principal was roaming the corridors, probably looking for people who were bunking off class. And who does he get? He gets the principal. So probably not what the principal signed up for, but he came in. He tried to be all sympathetic. And, you know, my current state, I could still sense that he was a bit annoyed with me because I just destroyed one of his toilet cubicles. And he couldn't help but question why I didn't lift the toilet seat and why I didn't aim for the bowl. As if I purposely missed and just spewed everywhere. So he asked what happened. I told him after this afterwards, obviously, and I gained a bit of composure. So I told him we we're doing fitness test and PE. He then said that I shouldn't have pushed as hard in the bleep test. To which I said, I wasn't doing the bleep test. And I wasn't pushed hard. I was doing sit-ups. He got really confused. He, he probably, like, you know, he sort of pulled the face. That's why I knew he was confused. He didn't say, I'm confused. Um, Probably the first occasion he'd ever heard of a child throwing up from doing sit-ups. 
Turns out this wasn't long before I actually had to take off a whole year of school due to a condition known as ME, which I talked about in the very, very first podcast episode. If you don't know, if you don't know what that is, um, look it up or you can listen to the first episode and I'll talk a little bit about it. So maybe there's a pre-indicator that something wasn't right. Thankfully, not that many people threw up in the gym. I could probably count in one hand how many people have thrown up in the gym. I don't encourage it. In fact, I would actively discourage it. But it's just kind of funny how people see vomiting in the gym or in a class or a boot camp as like a badge of honour. To me, it's just a waste of food. Why not just keep that food inside you? It costs money. It's good nutrition. People would appreciate it. And I mean, you can't exactly reuse it, can you? At least you, you probably shouldn't reuse it. If you do, that's your business. Just don't tell me about it. Not that long ago, actually, there was a couple of brothers and they were training together and they were trying to get a calorie target on the monitor, on the air bike and the rower as fast as they possibly could. So they're racing. And, you know, whenever it's your brother, there's like a different intensity comes to it, I guess. So the older brother, he disliked the idea of his younger brother beating him, I guess. And he disliked it so much that he really pushed himself to the point of vomiting. And it was quite, it was really polite, actually, for a teenager. He used his own bottle of water, not to rehydrate after a tough, tough bit of workout and vomiting, but to rinse away the vomit from the top of the drain outside. Have you ever been in the gym and you're resting between sets or you're on the treadmill or you just get the feeling that someone is looking at you, someone's staring? What do you do? Do you turn around? Do you stare back? Do you ignore? Do you say hi? Do you give over and give them a good talking to you for being a creep? I used to be really self-conscious whenever I used to go to a commercial gym, gym up in Coleraine, I used to live up there. And I used to be really self-conscious because I used to think that everyone was looking at me and how small my muscles were. It turns out no one was looking at me. In fact, no one occurred or noticed. And if someone was looking at me, it was probably because I was looking around the checkup and everyone was looking at me. So I could get even more self-conscious. It's a bit, it's a bit weird, right? But one piece of advice I'd give you if you are apprehensive about going to the gym in case people look at you is... Nobody cares enough about you to look at you. You are a complete stranger. I'm a complete stranger, so why would they be looking at you? You know, you're not exactly The Rock. You're not Angelina Jolie or somebody. Why would people look at you? But maybe someone is kind of looking at you. There's that awkward moment where you catch someone else's eye across the gym. I mean, yeah, that's a bit of an embarrassing one. It's, a bit of an, it's more awkward than embarrassing, let's say. And uh, how do you deal with it? I, I guess you should probably say hello or nod or... Don't wink. Winking's creepy, I guess, but, yeah. Now, maybe the, this one, my sexism is showing. Now, you can tell me if you think that's the case, but I think this one applies more to guys than girls, but it's whenever you get out lifted at the gym. You know, if you're, like, training alongside, you know, on a platform, and, by the way, it's positive sexism, so that's okay, right? I think that's cool. But I think guys get more embarrassed in the gym whenever they're doing something heavy, like bench press or squatting or whatever, deadlifting, and the guy beside you, has several more big plates on the bar than you. I think as guys, we just can't help but feel a wee bit bummed whenever that happens. We just feel like someone's castrated us. Even if the other guy's been lifting for 10 years, or, you know, he's, he's just genetically more gifted. It still feels a bit embarrassing, doesn't it? Whenever somebody else is just that bit stronger than you. Like, noticeably stronger. It's not just like, you know, you look the same size. He's lifting twice what you're lifting. But, you know what? I don't think you should be embarrassed. There's nothing wrong with that. He's probably in roids, right? You can just tell yourself, Next time you come across someone who's stronger than you, yeah, they're Jason. That'll fix it. That'll make you feel much better. Have Have you ever forgotten somebody's name? No, I don't just mean, like, in the gym it's, it's bad, but this one's probably bad enough in every walk of life. It's, a, it's really embarrassing, no matter where you are, isn't it? You know, 
you know that face that you know you speak to every now and then you see every now and again in the gym and you're friendly but not really friends and they told you their name ages ago you forgot because I guess you probably didn't think you need to store that sort of information because you thought you probably wouldn't ever cross paths with them again and then you see them every week at the gym or every session you're there and then you have to introduce them maybe to somebody else and you can't even remember their name and you're like this um go and introduce yourself there <laughs> we've all been there right it's really embarrassing but the only thing i think that makes it worse is if they know your name and they remember it every time they see you and they emphasize your name and it's almost like they're goading you like being like i remember your name why don't you remember mine go on give it a go just so i can embarrass you you know that sort of way i only i think it only gets worse though the longer it goes on if, i think if you just bite the bullet and go as soon as possible sorry i feel really terrible but i can't actually remember your name like like a plaster just rip it off get stuck in there and then that really humbling experience of having to kind of grovel and ask for their forgiveness and ask their name again that will probably mean that you'll never ever forget it and the next time you'll it'll be imprinted on your the front of your mind whenever you see them have you ever this is one i haven't really experienced but i've heard other people that's happened to have you ever worn shorts or bottoms that are just a wee bit too tight and they look fine as long as you don't do anything in them i i went to a wedding not that long ago and i had to change the very last second because apparently my bum my legs had gotten bigger and I wasn't fitting in my trousers. Bit different, but you know, I had to change them. I think preemptive action and change them before I went to the wedding because I'm sure as soon as I went to sit down or as soon as I got out of the car, they'd drip right up up the middle, up the crack. But the gym is probably different, it's probably a little bit worse and you're gonna be testing them, shall we say, a little bit more. But you know, maybe you go to the gym and you've got these nice shorts and you think, Oh, I could get another few years out of them, I haven't grown that much. And then you forget and you go to the gym or you squat or you jump about and the next thing. Well, it hasn't happened to me, but I'm sure that's what happens and that's what it sounds like. But seriously, have you ever ripped your shorts or your bottoms at the gym? You might be in tracky bottoms, I don't know. Like, I love to wear loose board shorts at the gym, basically because it doesn't, so it doesn't inhibit my squats or deadlifts or um, in those tighter positions. But I know some people have said to me recently they prefer tighter, shorter shorts. And I don't know why, but they just do. Um, listen, rips happen. It's not funny. Well, it kind of is funny, but whenever it happens, not whenever it happens to you, whenever it happens to somebody else, you know, what do, you, do you just go home? Do you own it? Do you laugh it off and go, ah, run on rip my shorts? And what about for women? Another issue that you hear every now and then of women is saying that their leggings turn out to be see through, and that is only probably embarrassing if, you know, the wearer realizes that, as are most things embarrassing. Most embarrassment happens whenever something has happened to you and then you realise it's happened, but everyone else is really aware of it, in which case you're the last to know. That's that's when embarrassment really hits the tipping point, I think. Ignorance is bliss, as the saying goes. But it's probably just you that has the issue. Other people probably don't even notice unless you know, they're staring at your bum in the see-through, which they shouldn't be because they're making perverts. And if they do realise then that they can't tell you embarrass you about it because that'll be them being caught out for being a pervert so it's quite the conundrum so what's the crack with sweating like i have to laugh whenever i hear people apologizing in the gym for oh, sorry i'm a bit of a sweater sorry you know i'm sweating everywhere as if you know they said in the same way as if they took a, their dog took crap on the floor or they took a crap on the floor 
it's the same sort of apology in their tone. Like, what's wrong with sweating? What's wrong with sweat patches? Why wouldn't we sweat? Why wouldn't we sweat when we exert physical effort at a reasonable intensity whenever the temperature is above 12 degrees Celsius? Sweating's probably going to happen, you know? Some people, maybe more than others, there's nothing wrong with it. It's natural. It's healthy. It's getting rid of, getting rid of stuff you don't need in your body, right? It's regulating your temperature, doing all sorts of things. It's a normal human reaction to intense physical exercise and or heat. And it really shouldn't be demonised, I don't think. It's nothing to be ashamed of, nothing to be embarrassed about. Personally, I love sweating in the gym. I love sweating in a workout. It's where you're supposed to sweat, if you ask me. Now, I do hate sweating whenever I'm in a shirt, a tie, or dressed up, or I'm, I'm sweating profusely when you're in a formal setting, like a suit or a tie. I hate it. I just hate it. But in the gym, it feels great. It feels right. In fact, so some people think they haven't had a good workout if they haven't sweated or they haven't sweated very much. This isn't true, of course. Quite often in the winter, especially if you're training outside or if you're doing strength training, you might not even sweat at all or at least not very much. And it doesn't mean that the workout wasn't effective or you're not working hard. It just means that you didn't sweat profusely. That's all it means. The level of sweat you produce is not an accurate indicator of the effectiveness of your workout but at the same time it's nothing to worry about for guys or for girls it's normal it's natural let's normalize it in society right so we've got a question sent in from a listener and this is one it's quite a common one it's one again it pops up every now and then and i'm going to take a little bit of time to answer it in detail because it's probably applicable to somebody else out there that's listening question is, I've recently been following the strength program and I've been getting on well until recently. My progress has stalled and I'm not sure what to do. Should I change my program? So, we all hit a point in our, you know, whenever our progress stalls and without knowing the finer details or seeing what your program or what you're doing, there's a few things you want to think about and there's a few things to consider that might have happened or might not be happening. So, first of all, what size of jumps are you taking in weight between sessions or between lifts? So, you're you know lifting 40 kilos one session the next session you're going to 45 you're going to 50 is it you know and again it depends is it upper body or lower body is it one kilo jumps two kilo jumps per session quite often people will stall their progress because they weren't patient enough lower body exercises like squats and deadlifts will require that you go up in bigger jumps than upper body exercises like strict pressing and bench pressing etc but if you're taking jumps that are too big it will catch up with you sooner or later so be patient and then eventually you will have to start taking smaller jumps, smaller and smaller, between workouts and microloading whenever needed. So 0.5 kilos or 0.75 kilos, some really small jumps, but it's all progress, it's all pointing in the right direction. Something else to think about is, are you resting enough between your sets? So if you're only resting like two minutes between, that, between sets, the answer is no. Four, five, six minutes even, maybe more, depending on how strong you are and how much progress you've made. But that's kind of what we're talking about. That's going to help you lift more weight. That's going to help your strength increase, which is what you've pointed out in your question as being your goal. Something else to think about is, are you training every day? Are you training enough? Are you, sorry, are you getting enough time to recover between your workouts? You probably need at least 48 hours. 48 hours is probably optimal, um, especially if you're training the same muscle groups. So sometimes rest and recovery. What about food? A lot of people, there's so many people out there who are trying to get stronger without eating enough food. And this is a major reason why your progress stalls if you aren't getting enough calories in or you're not getting enough protein in 
the wheels are going to come to a grinding halt very, very soon. Sleeping. Are you getting like four or five hours of sleep per night? It's not enough. Forget about making progress if you are not sleeping enough. You need at least seven, eight hours of sleep. You want to be hitting and around that consistently to be able to recuperate and recover to hit your workout with even more intensity the next time. Technique becomes really important too that as workouts and, and strength training gets tougher. Of course it's important all the time but it becomes more significant as the weight gets heavier. If your technique is off, you can get away with it for a little while but whenever it gets heavier it's a bit more unforgiving. So, so pay attention okay, to the details in every lift that you're doing. Refine it, think about it, study it, go away and try and improve them. Something else to think about is your range of motion. So if you've been skimming reps for weeks and months, you know, doing partial squats, maybe you're going shallow in your squats, maybe you haven't been making contact with your chest in the bench press, your progress is going to start grinding the whole as well. And whenever you try and go up in weight, it's going to catch up with you and you're going to have to go back. But go back in time and do it over again, basically at lighter weights. Or if, say, you're bouncing your deadlift to the bottom, you know, bumper plates bouncing them off the ground, you're not going to be able to get it off the floor at you know, some point because you aren't training that portion of the lift through reps and sets. If you're not locking out your hips at the top in the deadlift, that's going to catch up with you soon and you're going to start feeling that part of it very soon as well. So there's some things to think about there before you start considering changing your workout plan or program and switching things up. A lot of people like to change things too early. When in reality, if you're doing things consistently and doing it by the book, you're probably going to be able to keep progressing for a year or two before you need to even change a workout program. That's the reality of it. You might get bored of it before that, but it doesn't mean it's not going to be as effective. You just have to keep make sure you're being consistent in how you're doing it and how you're executing it. So hopefully that helps somebody out there. Hopefully that helps whoever asked the question. Hopefully they're actually listening. But um, yeah, hopefully it helps you out there. And again, if you have any other questions, do send them in and I will do my best to get back to you and uh, give you an answer. Now it's time for Joke of the Week. I can't leave that bit out, no matter how short the show is today. Um, this one is by Kai Delaney. He's a comedian. He's, he's quite funny. This one's great. I'll tell you what catches my eye. Short people with umbrellas. It's good, right? Don't blame me, blame Gary Delaney. Send your heat mail to him. If you have anything better, do send it in. I will credit you or uh, discredit you with it. So that is us for another week. It's a significantly shorter show this week. The main reason being that I am a little bit under the weather, as you can probably hear my voice, so uh, I'm not really in a mood to talk very much, but show must go on, and uh, that's what I put together. Some sort of a show, and it's a bit more fun. Um, I don't mind doing the research and doing all the stuff behind the scenes for, for the show, but the actual talking bit, is, it just gets a bit too much and my throat dries out, so that's kind of why, but hopefully you've enjoyed this one, had a bit of a giggle, laughed at me, and uh, yeah, as I said, send in your embarrassing stories off the gym, because I would love to hear them, it really would cheer me up, and uh, we'll be back again next week, hopefully with an interview next week, but we'll, uh, we'll have to see, so yeah, have a good weekend, and don't forget to train today so you can be stronger tomorrow. <laughs>